I listened to three full episodes of Nerd Out Loud. The episodes were boring and unfunny. The show trends on a line of unoriginality and bland material. The hosts make me cringe, and their interactions with guests are awkward. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Join us as we explore the idiosyncrasies and oddities of life and discuss the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Hello, Christina. Hello. I'm Jeremy, and this is the aforementioned... I'm Christy. Christina Wise, everybody. <laughs> I always don't know if you want me to say Christy or Christina. The only people. The only person that people really listen to this podcast for, probably. To hear your beautiful, sultry, luscious... Oh, jeez. Don't voice. describe me as luscious. And hey, I just want to say thank you to the listeners for the positive feedback regarding the theme song. I really appreciate it. And it's fantastic to hear that so many people love the song. Keep it coming. We are always looking for input and suggestions. And, uh, yeah... So you found us, guys. This is the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that, you know, I just we said it, so I'm not going to say <laughs> But That's how but we can fill us. an hour. You can just keep saying the same things over and over again. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> you guys, thank you for listening to our show. However you found us, I have a humble request for you, and that request is this, that you use your mobile device, whatever it may be, be it laptop, be it cellular phone, be it Zune be it BlackBerry, and subscribe to our show in Stitcher. A lot of people use that app. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, whatever your podcatcher is. That would be super helpful. Then whenever we put out a new episode, it'll just magically show up onto your device, and you can listen. Is it, is it really magic? Yeah, it's oh. basically magic. It's basically magic. Christy, so did you have any um, feedback or any thoughts regarding last week's episode? That you wanted to discuss. What was last week's episode? We talked about your family reunion. And oh. we talked about uh, me taking over the PTA at my daughter's preschool. That you really are or that I said that you were going to? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> A little bit of that. Um, yeah, you did tell somebody that I was going to do that. That you were running for president. Yeah, yeah, you did. She did tell somebody that. So that was interesting. Yes. And maybe I am. Maybe uh, maybe I actually will go do something about it. Who knows? We probably shouldn't have missed the first meeting. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to disrupt that PTA. You'll be <laughs> I'm gonna, fashionably late. I'm going to be like the – I'm going to be the Uber. What Uber was to the taxi service, I am going to be to parent-teacher associations. Well, with the PTA arguments disrupt. that we've gotten in about vaccines with them <laughs> – I did have another run-in with my daughter's school about the vaccine situation, which was very exciting. So originally I went to go enroll my daughter in this school. As I mentioned on the last week's show, I was a little late to the game, but I got her there and found out she was behind on her vaccinations. Situation was out of my control. Got her a doctor, got all that set up, took her to get her vaccinations. I took her existing vaccination records. I said, I need these. I need to get her up to date. We did. I took those records back to the school. A week later, I got a letter from the school saying she wasn't up to date. So I made another appointment with the doctor, went back to the doctor. The doctor said, no, she is up to date. (laughs) 
the doctor wrote me a letter and I went back to the school and the school administrator tried to tell me (laughs) that I needed to go back to the doctor again Mm -hmm. and get more. And I feel bad because I got a little, I got a little snarky with her in the, uh, in the office. And I think that if I continue this behavior, we're probably going to lose a listener (laughs) 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 with my sister who, by the way, standing strong and brave on social media last week in, in regards to the fallout from last week's episode. <laughs> she was strongly defending the teachers. So teachers, you are represented, but uh, if there's any more teachers out there or people that would like to stand up and speak out on behalf of the teachers and their need for a teacher in service day, please, um, but the thing is, please with feel your, free and follow my sister on Twitter at drama music too. If your, um, current, issue with the school has nothing to do with the teachers right no this is a separate issue you're correct yeah, yeah. this was more of this an administration issue and i sat a down a woman with that makes nine dollars an hour yeah and does it as a part-time thing yes this is true this is true and i feel bad because i was kind of short with her she was saying i brought her the note from the doctor that said my daughter was caught up with her vaccinations and she looked at it and she said um well the way i read this now, you can come take a look at this, but the way I read this, it says that she still needs these vaccinations. And I said, oh, are you are you a doctor? <laughs> because because a doctor filled that out and a doctor signed it and, and stapled their card to it and wrote out a little handwritten note that said that she's all caught up and she's covered for vaccinations. So I'm just I'm just conv- I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to read that chart because I'm not a doctor and that's a medical chart. Mm-hmm. So I'm just having to trust the opinion of the doctor that's actually written something on there i'm just worried <laughs> which this she, is going to be something she, that we fight she said the rest of her life she said well you'll have to call and talk to so-and-so and i said oh like diane or i can't remember the person's name and i said oh is is diane is diane a doctor <laughs> oh no that's that's the person here that handles all of the vaccination stuff oh but but not a doctor mm-hmm. <laughs> no she's not a doctor so then I called I called this morning to speak to said person who said that the doctor's note was enough and apologized for the misunderstanding, mis- mis- miscommunication, and now I kind of feel like a dick. Well, this is why that school never answers their phones. Yeah, I guess so. I just feel bad because I am fully now that parent <laughs> that probably <laughs> – Every, I mean, they know me when I walk <laughs> when I walk in the office now. Oh, Jeremy! They're gonna take it out. <laughs> it's Ellie's dad. <laughs> They're gonna take it out on you. I guess so. Hopefully, they don't take it out on Ellie. Nobody needs that. I just hope that this whole misunderstanding doesn't follow her her whole life. Oh, regarding the vaccinations? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I, think I guess we'll when okay. she's older, we can tell her the truth of the reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Which, by the way, sorry that this episode is coming to you a week or a day a day late. We had plans to bring you an episode yesterday, but ended up getting my daughter for an extra night unexpectedly last minute due to some unforeseen events. <laughs> <laughs> So redacted, 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 and uh, look forward to hearing about that in a month or so. <laughs> her her middle name should just be Unforeseen Events. Yeah. Not Ellie's. Oh, right. The other person's. <laughs> <yeah>. Redacted. <laughs> yeah. 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 But hey, I got to spend an that extra day with my daughter. That whole relationship, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that explains <laughs> my daughter's origin. <laughs> Part of her origin story. So... There was something that we neglected on last week's episode that I completely forgot about. 
I received a package. <laughs> I received a package at work from I don't know. I don't even know if it's a listener to this show, but uh, definitely a listener to has to the be takedown the show. podcast oh and i've been because be. i've been a guest on the takedown podcast friend of the show mike frizzell hosts a uh podcast called the takedown podcast and he was nice enough to have me and christy on a while back mm-hmm. during our crazy podcast crossover week We've when on everybody was on times. everybody else's shows and um yeah and uh for they you know i i consider myself a jack a jack of all trades and a master of none but for whatever reason their focus uh as far as my interactions on the takedown podcast usually centralizes around my usage of toilet paper Mm -hmm. and my toilet issues and some of the previous things that we've talked about so that was definitely something that we talked about my i I tend to go through toilet paper quite a bit we've talked about that on this show Mm -hmm. See Poopcast 1 and 2. <laughs> the podcast so good that we devoted two entire episodes to poop. And people have already started sending stories in for a third one. Yeah, I me. can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Well, then I can tell how I found the f- perfect pooping bathroom at work. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, we could just, that could just be, you know, on maybe on a slow week, we could just bring that one oh, in okay. and chat about it. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so... I was at work and I got a package. Uh, the UPS guy walked into my work <laughs> and said, uh, I have a really big box with a really interesting <laughs> address on it and handed me this box. And it was a pretty big box, a couple of feet by a couple of feet. Okay. And I looked on it and it's, it was addressed to Jeremy, the mayor of Poop Manistan. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, the mayor of Poop Manistan Holmes. <laughs> and I opened it up, and somebody was kind. Did enough. you have to vote for that? I mean, did you have to get voted in for that position? I don't or know. I don't it's know. It's an honorary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but somebody uh, was nice enough to um, send me an entire box of nice a case, a nice toilet paper, an entire case of Charmin, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it had a okay. note in it that said, "How much overtime has you have you burned?" <laughs> How much overtime have you burned in the in the toilet at your new job? Why haven't you brought that home? Are you keeping it there for your work supply? Well, the the toilet paper that we have at work is criminally thin. So you take it. You take. No, the I haven't yet cracked into the box at all. I mean, you usually share the thing it with, with the girls too. The thing with they might enjoy that. The single ply, and this is my thing about single ply is you're it's you not, you're not actually much. saving any. Yeah, you just use twice as much instead of a foot. You pull off two feet and mm-hmm. double up on it. Single ply becomes two ply. Anyway, you're not actually. I can't believe you used to live somewhere where they had single ply. Why? Well, you just double up on it. I know, but that's just. That's why single ply is always in those giant rolls. So, anyway, but no, I just I haven't brought it home. But and my coworkers were highly entertained by the. Didn't uh, they make a flag? Yeah, we did. We made a flag. My um, coworkers were laughing at the poop manistan part, and uh, so they were. We have a little internal chat program, and we were talking about it on there. And one of them said, "Well, we definitely need to put." The poop Manistanian flag. <laughs> we definitely need to at least put it out in the hallway so the mailman knows where to find us next time. <laughs> and didn't you make it with an emoji? The emoji yeah. poop. Yeah, it's a nice little um. I love maybe it so I'll much. Throw that in the. I'll 
post it in the, with the show notes or something. I like it. Um, Manistanian flag. No, I know who sent it. Yeah, he outed himself. He outed oh, he himself did? via chat. So, listener oh, okay. Kevin, I don't think we're using his last name, but okay. maybe listener Kevin. I don't even know. Kevin, if you listen, thank you for listening. And thank you for the toilet paper. I appreciate it. As I, do I. I do appreciate the gift. <laughs> it was um, a very kind gesture. That will last us one weekend. <laughs> yeah, but I did... Um, because appreciate among it. other things, Jeremy's daughter has inherited his toilet paper she use. She really has. Well, what's weird? Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It is. A, it is an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see about that. So but. I, like Mike, am surrounded by horrible, horrible people that hate money and toilet paper. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I had something that I wanted to talk about on this episode because I've been thinking about it a lot lately. There's been a lot of stuff on Twitter about talking uh, like have you seen well have you seen obviously mm-hmm. you've heard about all of this stuff with like the nude celebrity pictures right. and all that kind of stuff coming out and there's a lot of like a lot of people their first response is their first response when <laughs> they hear about this was to say well don't keep naked pictures on your phone mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of a like that that's a pretty shitty thing to say i would say yeah what kind of things on your phone if it got leaked well i don't know i mean i i saw i think it was um alex thornton your buddy mm-hmm. uh T- tweeted that he would be uh, if somebody hacked his phone he would be way more worried about the uh he'd be way more worried about the text messages getting out <laughs> than, <laughs> yeah than the than the the pictures which i yeah. you know i can i can agree with that one but uh anyway so it that whole like kind of victim shaming thing or whatever reminded me of a th- an experience that i've had a couple times that we and it was due to stuff that we've done on the show and so i wanted to talk about it a little bit so there a while back we had a big episode where that was spurred on by um i said something about a church that i used to be a part of on facebook i said i didn't even name the church and i said <laughs> um i said uh because there is some really disturbing stuff going on there. And it's only gotten worse since, to be honest, from the, the things that I've heard from people that have mm-hmm. reached out to me since they heard it. Um, but I said, man, the, it's weird. The more time, the more I see all of this stuff happening or the more I hear about it, and the more I learn, the more I realize that the church that I used to go to is turning into a cult or is kind of like a cult or something yeah. like that, something along those lines. And it triggered this huge thing. And a lot of the responses that I got from people were telling me that it's wrong for me to speak out about that stuff. What do that, they call it? What is the church called? Oh, Not, the Bride of Christ. Bride of yeah, Christ. The Bride of so Christ. Which is so weird. Well, that's, it's in the Bible. They talk about that. They talk about it being the... That doesn't make it any less weird. The Bride weird. of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. Anyway, so I, I had a lot of people that were telling me that it was wrong for me to talk out about the church and that I need to go some to relatives. I need to go to the pastor privately that it's wrong for me to air this stuff out that I shouldn't say anything publicly bad about the church because it makes Christians mm-hmm. look bad but what was really funny is that you never mentioned the church it could be one you're going to currently yeah not that one you But left. people knew yeah <laughs> people do and then uh, I I had Lots of people do that. And then we had another issue that we actually devoted an entire episode to it with uh, that, that Geo guy mm-hmm. where he was saying some like just insane, not true stuff about us and mm-hmm. being kind of a being a dick. Mm-hmm. And we called him out on it. And yeah. 
you know, we didn't, we only shared the stuff that he said publicly, basically. I didn't even, we didn't talk, like I deleted probably a good 20 minutes out of that show of stuff that was said privately, Mm -hmm. (laughs) including screenshots and stuff that, that we didn't put in. And the response, like, so right after I posted, right after I posted that show and right after I posted the Church uh, the church thing on Facebook, I immediately had this sense of like, oh, this is like, I felt because of, largely because of people's response to it, I kind of felt like I had done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me a little bit of like, it reminded me a little bit of like, anytime somebody gets their car broken into, anytime somebody gets their car broken into, and th- the first thing that people always say is like, oh, well, was it locked? Where, where you did parked? you park it? Did and you leave your this is why you don't leave your phone in the car. Yeah. And this is why you don't leave your computer in the car. Or whatever. Like, and it's very, it's very much like, it's just, I think that although those are, that is common sense and it is good mm-hmm. to be, I don't think that that should be the focus. And I also think that it kind of like put shifts the blame onto the person that just had their car broken into. Mm-hmm. And I felt like largely because of people's response to both of those things, like people got really weird about the show when we posted it about that stuff with geo mm-hmm. and people got really weird when I posted that stuff about the church. And like, I just felt this sense of like, like I, I did something wrong and mm-hmm. like kind of like I felt shame about it. And I felt, I felt gross but like the more distance I have from both of those things, the more I realize that like I th- I think that it's important that people speak out when horrible things are happening. I think it's important to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like people always complain about the uh, the PC police or the like social justice warriors online mm-hmm. or the the moral. What's that? Well, people. What's one of the terms that people always say? I don't know. Um, well, people always talk about those things and say like, oh, well, we can't. Nobody can say anything anymore because it's going to offend somebody or everybody's going to make a big thing out of it. And I think that it's good to like – I think it's good to talk about those things. I think it's good to bring that stuff up. Like if you say something horrible and offensive, I I think that it's – if it's keeping people in fear of speaking out and saying horrible things that are offensive and rude – and being a dick to other people then i think i think it's good right oh yeah totally and just the fact that after we aired that episode we had multiple people um reaching out to us and saying thank you the same thing happened to me he's crazy thank you for saying the things that i wish i could say yeah um that made it worth it to me and then the same about the church all of the people publicly were saying um Oh yeah, publicly, we're saying I got, shaming you, but the yeah. in the background people were saying I escaped from that church. I got a or, lot of messages from people that were saying, "Oh my gosh, thank you, you." I felt like I was the only one that felt this way. I thought that I was, <laughs> I thought that I was crazy. I thought that you know I couldn't hear God anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought that you know whatever that either some people that are still going to that church, some people that don't go anymore or recently left or whatever. And it just made me, I don't know. It made me think that, uh, people need to, <laughs> people need to speak out a little more. And one thing that we didn't really talk about, and I was torn about this because after we posted that show about geo, there was like, there was all this blowback and it was kind of a, I don't know. It he just was threatening you. It got really weird. And one of the things that people said to me was, 
oh, just just block him. Just oh, don't feed the trolls. Don't yeah. Don't and it felt a little bit like I, on one hand I understand that. Like I get let's not needlessly antagonize people. On the mm-hmm. other hand, I think that I think that it's okay to point out that somebody's being oh, like saying horrible and inappropriate things. And a lot of what Geo said didn't you can't go back and find it because he tweeted or whatever. And he deletes his tweets every like 10 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he said some like he said some horrible things. He was texting me <laughs> after it happened and was threatening my daughter mm-hmm. and threatening my relationship with my daughter and just to the point where you called the fbi the well police. yeah i called the seattle yeah. i called the seattle police because i just if he was going to be in the seattle area i wanted to make sure that i could get a protection order against him because i didn't you don't know what he's capable uh, yeah well i didn't want him coming yeah. or i didn't want him to be able to come around my daughter and um and he just was freaking out that that we were going to say his full name and give details about him yet he was tweeting that horrible things about us and using our full names. Yeah, 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 that's true. And he, like, some reason was obsessed with their penis. He was, yeah, he was, he was, uh, he was talking about my penis quite a bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I, the point, I guess, I didn't, I don't necessarily feel the need to rehash everything, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to, I felt this weird, like, shame about not talking about it. And, like, I'm not allowed to talk about it because so many people, their response to, me speaking out about being bullied and like this guy was texting me threatening my daughter and threatening my relationship with my daughter and people's response is oh just block him or don't feed the trolls <laughs> and i just i don't know if i think that that's a horrible i think that that's a horrible thing to tell somebody like i don't know i guess what all i'm trying to say is if and this is for myself too when when situations are happening when people are being bullied be it online be it in real life when people are being called out for saying horrible things maybe just think about your response like if your friend gets their car broken into is it common sense to like just be careful about where you park your car to a certain extent yes maybe don't leave your laptop or a pile of money sitting on your seat or whatever but if your first response to somebody getting their car broken into is did you lock your doors did you where did you park it why did you leave your money out i think that people just need to be aware of that, I guess, <laughs> of what they're saying, because it's, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. It's the same as, um, if you hear someone died, they're like, and you're like, the first thing is, how did they die? Do they commit suicide? <laughs> yeah. How did they yeah. do it? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I am torn about it because I, I do want to like speak out more about situations and regardless of, kind of that initial grossness that I felt, I, I, I do think that it's the best to speak out about that stuff because if, if us speaking out about it can empower somebody else or, you know, I, I just, I think about the private messages that we got after that show and after the church thing. And it, I don't know, I guess if speaking out about it can help people that are being bullied or that whatever, or that are in these crazy situations feel like they're not crazy, then then so be it. So be it. Yeah. Do you have any final words on that, Christina? I do not. No. Okay. You're definitely getting tired. I can mm-hmm. tell. I have very good news for you, Christy. Okay. I have the return of everybody's favorite segment. One of the most popular segments that we have on the show. Jeremy's not on the show. This Is week that... in Rad Space oh. Stuff. <laughs> okay. 
Are you going to set a timer? Oh, yeah. What, what, how much did I give you? Three minutes, I think, is three what you Three minutes. You're used to three minutes, right, Jeremy? Yeah. Okay. Ready, set, and go. Okay. So NASA has a certain amount of money. Right now, if we want to get astronauts into space, they're getting into space on Russian Soyuz rockets. And we pay, I think it's about $70 million a seat to get our rush or to get our astronauts up to the ISS, up to the space station and back down to the space station. Who pays that money? NASA does our tax dollars. Okay. So NASA, they're working on their own, um, space capsule called the Orion capsule. That's going to be able to ferry astronauts to and from the international space station. They also have a project called the commercial crew project where they're going to hire, um, commercial companies to produce basically ferries to get our, our astronauts back and forth between the, um, earth and the ISS. And there was, there's been a bunch of companies kind of vying for this money because NASA has a certain amount of money budgeted to put towards this project. And, uh, the most recent round of cuts was made and it was decided that the money for the commercial crew program is going to be given to SpaceX and Boeing. So SpaceX and Boeing are going to be sharing 6.8, billion dollars, 4.2 billion to Boeing and 2.6 billion to SpaceX. Yes. So they're going to be Boeing and SpaceX for the first time in history, private companies are going to be shuttling our astronauts to and from space for the ISS. But we're also, I mean, that, that, those billions of dollars are now coming back to, I mean, those are going to be jobs in the United States and coming back into the local economy. So that's very exciting. Why? Well, if you're going to ask questions, then you have to pause my timer. Okay. <laughs> Doing it. Why does everyone say that the space program got discontinued if they're getting billions of dollars still? Well, it got extreme. It got cut. It got cut. And I don't have the specifics on this, but it uh, it got ex- mo- a, lo- a huge chunk of the money got taken away to the point where when they terminated the shuttle program, we had nothing to replace it. We also had plans to return to the moon. They had the initial lander and launch vehicles and all that stuff designed or in the beginning stages of design and i forgot the name of the mission but that was cut basically by um obama hashtag thanks obama so did the did the government give those spaceships to school districts? they were never built oh yeah no i probably went to buy cruise missiles or some oh. shit like that <laughs> i was just thinking about how those school districts now have tanks yeah yeah probably if they don't have <laughs> So you can start the timer again. Okay. My second story this week in Rad Space News. SpaceX launch Dragon spacecraft is carrying astronauts, flies, and more to the space station. So there was a recent launch. How many billions of dollars does it take to fly a mouse up to space? Well, I don't, it costs about $10,000 a pound to put something up into space. So, okay. so I'm not sure what $10,000 each are, are do for a mouse. Do mice weigh a pound? About. Yeah, so think about that. Jesus Christ. So they sent a bunch of fruit flies up there to a, and then they also set up about 20. So after the story, I do not feel sorry for the space program being drastically cut. Well, this is seems SpaceX. like a waste. <laughs> it says as part of SpaceX fourth commercial resupply mission to the space station, 20 so-called mousternauts will join the human crew on Tuesday. The rodent research hardware and operations validation or rodent research one experiment will study the effects of microgravity on mice and the capabilities of the transport. Um, 
So astronauts, we sent mice into space. Do they have to wear astronaut suits? No, they don't. No, they don't. That has been everybody's question to me when I have told them about this story. So, Why do their eyes not pop out? Well, and nobody's eyes pop out. Well, they're in a pressurized vehicle to go there. They're oh. not out in the open in space. They're in a well, they pressurized container. They're just they not in outside. No, because they'll die. <laughs> they don't have to do an experiment. Well, they don't care if they about go them out anyways. into space. Well, this is, I mean, apropos to a previous This Week in Rad Space stuff, the space lizards that Ro- Russia set up. I don't know if you remember that no. or if you were taking your traditional three minute nap yes. during that segment, but. Uh, Russians just sent up some some geckos in an unmanned satellite, and they actually they didn't they didn't they didn't make it. So they're just basically <laughs> killing animals. They died. Well, rush. It's Russia, <laughs> right? Yeah. Tough but fair, like is, the Russian police. Is Peter tough going? But fair. Is Peter going to? It's not true. To uh, protest. I don't know. You know, I haven't looked for any um, official statement. From and why PETA. would you pick if you want to have pets on the space station? Why would you pick? Mice instead of like a dog or a cat. Well, they're not pets. Or they're not going up for pets. They're going up for scientific study to test how like they're gonna the inject rodents m- handle moon, microgravity. Moon dust in their eyeballs and stuff like yeah, that. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but they'll also be pets. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> they're well, going to run around. Come on. The, what I love. The astronauts don't really like each other. What I love having to is that hang out all they, the time. If they, sent these, if they sent live creatures up there, they have to have contingency plans for if they get out, which means that it was literally somebody's job to write contingency plans at NASA and that person for what made to do. Half a million dollars. For what to for do if the mice escape or the mm-hmm. flies the fruit flies get out and i i just i can't even imagine i can't that would yeah i don't know did they send up rat traps or something to to be able to I don't know what track them see? down i don't anything anything but the problem with that, the mice is that they chew through they chew through stuff they'll chew through metal they'll maybe chew they through remove all. their teeth maybe maybe uh how we, long until one of these hey, astronauts try anybody to make at love NASA, to one of those mice if you're listening uh Tweet at us at Nerd Out Loud Pod. <laughs> Let us know what. Uh, Do they eat that the astronaut ice cream? <laughs> yeah. No, they probably sent up. They okay. probably sent up food. Specifically I'm going to say something place. controversial, and you might want to break up with me. But here's the thing. I'm going to preface this with: I do think going to space is important. Okay. And all those like science and experiments and all that stuff that happens is important. Okay. However, that program hemorrhages money. And I do not disagree that the president should have cut that program. <laughs> what program? The space program. <laughs> no. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you just said it costs $10,000 per pound and they're bringing up a shit ton of mice uh-huh. that are probably going to die. Oh, so how much is a shit ton? Well, there's 10... about 20 mice. Okay. Okay. Well, that's $200,000 worth of mice. Okay. Well, I'll tell that you what I will do. are probably going to die. This is what I will do. I and will... now they have space garbage that's like waste. What are they going to do? Throw it out of the window? Uh, basically, yes. They put it They put it inside cargo craft and then it burns up in the atmosphere. They that's let it go and it, they send it into the atmosphere and it burns up. But the, the mice will probably return to Earth unless they die. The plan isn't to kill them in space. What if they have some so here's what I'm going to do. Space disease. Here's what I'm going to do because I understand that on the surface that seems like a wasteful amount of money. 
but the benefits and the research and the the results of the scientific study and the experiments that are happening in space are literally changing the world and they're saving lives all over the world. I, for this is just one example. And this is this isn't this is an indirect result of our space exploration. So because we've had to create these unique cooling systems, like on the ISS, they have to create these unique cooling systems that cool electronic equipment in a vacuum that all this kind of stuff. They've been able to adapt that technology that was only invented because they needed it in space. And now they use that technology to create these coolers that can, that can are solar powered coolers that can keep vaccine and medicine cool. And so doctors can then take this medicine into developing countries and into places where they don't have access to medicine or there's no electricity and they wouldn't normally be able to get access to these vaccines or these medicines. And they can then take these medicines into villages and towns and doctors can take these medicines into towns in developing countries and they're saving hundreds and thousands of lives stopping disease curing disease because of so is is it worth it then yeah what i'm saying and i i told you that i think that it's important in the stuff that's discovered because of it but it's still happening with it being a private company well the it that that i mean it's a private company that made the rocket mm-hmm. that brought that stuff up but it's public money it's public money that paid for it. Like NASA is basically paying SpaceX. Like it's like me buying a car from somebody and then having that car delivered to me and paying for the delivery fee. So it's still the public money that's going into it. This isn't just SpaceX doing it out of their own goodwill. They're obviously making money off of it. I mean, they just got a contract for two and a half billion dollars. So there's, yeah. The cool thing about it being a public Public money, though, and a governmental organization is all of this stuff that they're developing, all of this technology that they're developing is all open source and it's all available to anybody. Like you can go on NASA's website and pull down all of the scientific information, all the research, all the studies that are going on, all the technology that they've developed. Everything's open to the public and open. So that's exciting. (laughs) Anyway. I still, I still. Okay. Well. So, uh, last little piece of closing bit about the space thing, and that'll be done. Way past three minutes. Well, you asked a question, and I responded to it. (laughs) But uh, I made a Twitter account for all this stuff, at Just Space Things on Twitter. And I don't – it's not – I fucking love science (laughs) where I'm just some account trying to pull in – like trying to pull stuff into me. Like I I retweet a lot of stuff from – other accounts on that just space things account. And it's mostly like NASA accounts. It's European space agency. It's astronauts that are aboard the ISS. It's just cool pictures. How and many followers do you have links on that like 40. <laughs> Does that hurt your heart? Nah, no, you know, cause that's, that's 40 people that are being perhaps exposed to things that they, the majesty of space. What's your Twitter account where you expose other parts of your body to things that, I deleted that Twitter account. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, check that out uh, at Just Space Things. And this is, and as an aside, if you follow I Fucking Love Science or whatever, I mean, it's there is good stuff that comes out of that, I suppose. A lot of what they tweet is based on 
actual scientific studies, a lot of it is very sensationalistic, kind of clickbaity mm-hmm. type stuff. And it's also they take they repost other people's content on their own website because they're trying to drive traffic mm-hmm. so they can make money off of advertising. I mean, they're they're trying to make money with that account. That's why that's why they're doing it. And oftentimes the work is poorly cited and not 100 percent accurate. The links are a little clickbaity and shitty. So. Uh, don't let that be your source, your only source for scientific information. There are some interesting articles that they post, but uh, please follow actual, real, legitimate organizations that aren't just in it trying to make advertising dollars on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if you follow any account that has porn in the title, space porn, oh my god, earth pics, earth porn, any of those, then you have to follow. There's an account called Pick. Pick pedant? How do you say? Is it ped- pedant? I don't Pedantic? know. I don't know this. Pedant? Pedant? Well, you know when somebody is like overly nitpicky about something, it's called being pedantic, right? Okay. No? You don't know? Okay. <laughs> so there's an account called Pick Pedant. I'll link to it in the show notes. Basically, 90% of those, oh my God, space pics or space porn or mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, 90% of those are photoshopped, they're fake, they're scraped from Reddit, they're scraped from other Twitter accounts, and then they're reposted on these accounts with just for the sole purpose of trying to ac- accumulate followers. So then every 15 or 20 tweets, they can sneak in an affiliate link that gets clicks oh. that they then get paid for. I see. So they're posting, they're stealing other people's stuff or posting stuff that saying that it's something that it's not. So most of those pictures are fake or stolen. So don't follow those accounts. If you absolutely have to follow those accounts, there's an account called at pick pedant, P I C P D A N T. Follow him on Twitter. He's criminally underfollowed. I think he's only got about 15,000 followers and he needs to have way more than that. But he basically busts all of these accounts mm-hmm. <laughs> that tweet bogus pictures. And like he just got on uh, that I fucking love space or, or I fucking love science mm-hmm. Twitter account because they were tweeting about the uh, they were tweeting about the SpaceX launch. And mm-hmm. instead of just retweeting the SpaceX account with accurate information, mm-hmm. they wanted to be able to watermark their own picture. And so uh, they made okay. their own picture and then put their watermark on it and then said, make sure to watch the SpaceX launch at such and such a time. But they posted the wrong time. <laughs> oh, so, so, and it was 20 minutes after the launch. So anybody that tuned in <laughs> to try and watch the live launch for the SpaceX missed it by 20 minutes. Because so... That's my that's my PSA, you guys. Follow at pick pedant on pedant pedant. I reached out to him and tried to get him to be on the show, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't reply. No. no. Um. Remember when someone was showing you a picture of Earth and trying to tell you it was Venus? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. reminds me of that. Yeah, it's exactly like arguing that. with you about that was it. somebody that I believe probably gets most of their scientific scientific information from. I fucking love science. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's time for everybody's second favorite segment. Christy calls in a drone strike. Yes. Is that what it is? It, um, is your microphone on? Dr- yes. Okay. I just like drone strike. Drone strike. And I want it to have like a really cool theme song. Like so, a Top Gun? Top Gun or... I was thinking like a Top Gun type... And then a... Like a jet okay. and then an explosion. We can workshop that. With like... a. Slowly shattering glass in the well, background. Christy do you know that I kind of have drone strike? I kind of have PTSD over that song because every year in my old office they would open the roof during <laughs> uh, Blue Angels time. Yeah. We'd have a big party and they would play that song on a constant loop for two hours. Fantastic! Yeah. 
So we'll, we'll keep, keep it. Keep I also have PTSD on anything from the, <laughs> from the Top Gun soundtrack because there was a cover band, an 80s cover band that played at my wedding. <laughs> and I told them to play. They said, what kind of music do you want us to play? And I said, uh, anything from the Top Gun, like cheesy 80s music, anything from the Top Gun soundtrack. And so they just memorized three songs from the Top Gun soundtrack, <laughs> but they were such a shitty band that that's all they did. And they just played the same three songs over and over again for the entire reception. But you did that on purpose. Which was magical. I loved it. You did it on purpose. <laughs> yes. To spite people. And it's no wonder you're divorced. <laughs> Okay, so today's... Actually, not all men. Not all men. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So today's drone strike is you. No. Just kidding. <laughs> After that comment, it was it's last you. last week. <laughs> oh. You can't maybe, do it. Maybe it will just be like, it's always Jeremy. Yeah. And then, you know, level two is this. 1A is the terrible company of Yelp. Okay. And I'm sure everybody read read this news about how there's a Bay Area restaurant that um, basically outed. A lot of people know that Yelp is terrible. They will, a new business will open. They'll let the actual reviews come in and then they will try to hustle money. They'll try to ask for money, which is, um, I looked around and it seems to be about either between 50 to $200 a year mm-hmm. that they want you Allegedly. to- this is all alleged. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of um, people coming out and saying the exact same things from all over. Interesting. And um, they you basically you pay this amount. We'll say it's a hundred dollars a year, and they will make sure that the top ratings are at the top, and that the lowest are at the bottom, or even that they'll delete the lowest. Yeah. They, and if you refuse it, they they put in fake ones yeah, and the, the default order for Yelp reviews is what they call the helpful. Yelp sort. Right. Basically. It, yeah. it, and you have to select to arrange it otherwise by chronology or whatever. Yeah. And then there's also random ones that they'll just decide to filter out. Right. Because they're trying to filter out fake reviews. So they have a ever changing well, algorithm say. that filters out quote unquote fake reviews. And those are behind a thing that you have to click through and enter a captcha to even see those. Right. Yeah. Which if that's okay. So also there are different cities that are trying to out these behaviors um, because there's actually court cases. There's actually lawsuits in New York and I believe California. Oh, wow. um, Regarding Yelp against Yelp mm -hmm, regarding their business practices going against the um, state laws. And, um, part of evidence are Craigslist ads for Yelp reviewers and you get maybe $5 per review and they'll tell you which way to go. Either it's a, a full star or a one star regarding, depending on. Interesting. What. So that that's all coming to light. So anyways, this, um, restaurant, it, it's an Italian restaurant in the San Francisco Bay area. Um, they they didn't want to pay anymore. They they when they first started they pay, they did their they paid and then they just were tired of feeling like they were bullied. Other restaurants have um, complained that they have telemarketers calling them weekly. Then it gets down to daily that they're calling them. You better do this and it, and it gets more and more threatening mm-hmm. um, the longer that they hold out. Um, so what this restaurant owner decided to do was to um, not care and. 
give customers 25% off if you give them a bad Yelp review and come in and show it. <laughs> so that that's what he's done. And here's a couple funny ones. So now they have over a thousand reviews and most of them are one star. Um, <laughs> like this is my favorite one. What's the name of this? Just send, send me a link. You can do it later. Go ahead and read the okay. read some of your ones. We'll um, put it in the show notes. We'll link to okay. this restaurant in the yeah, business this is in their, the show notes. I just went to their Yelp page. Um, I wish there was a zero star option. I'd give that to them. My food arrived before I wanted it to come. It was too hot to eat. It brought back all sorts of terrible memories of eating in Italy. Don't go there. You won't regret not dining. <laughs> so they're called uh, Bistro Botto. Okay. It makes me want to go there. Um, I do have kind of a, it's like a catch 22 because I regularly use Yelp. If I'm traveling, I mean, we used it the whole time we were in San Francisco. Yeah. I, I don't look at reviews though. I just use it to find local places. Mm -hmm. So I don't use it for reviews because people are pretty much stupid and I don't care what they have to say about it. Yeah. So you're calling in a drone strike on Yelp. Yes. Because you're saying that they, based on what you believe to be shitty business practices yes interesting i i might i know a couple yelp community managers Let's do it and i might be able to get one of them well, on the show of i don't know if they're, they're gonna, allowed to speak yeah out. of course they're not going to be able to allow to speak oh, obviously they probably have gonna, talking no. points about it they've been told not to not to speak out about it yeah but, but i want to hear but i want to hear what that i want to hear what what those are what, what you want to hear the talking i want to hear what they say okay so that'd try be fun it to, i don't know uh, my I ran a business and worked closely with the local Yelp representative. And my mm-hmm. anecdotally, my personal experience was not what I have heard from other business owners. But uh, but I do know that what you're talking about is a common well, common sentiment. Well, I think a box that rental have, place versus a restaurant are very different. Yeah, I definitely. I think that probably probably. So. I think they're not going to harass the <laughs> company that's barely making profit or yeah. barely making profit versus a restaurant Let's that they well i'm not employee. saying anything it's a startup right <laughs> yeah. so it's a little bit different than a restaurant that's getting tons of action all right so we're drone striking yelp this week yes watch out okay watch out yelp cue sound effect <laughs> that's the broken glass in the background so well, that's about it. Oh, I will say this much. Speaking of reviews, as I believe you heard at the top of the show, we have gotten some wonderful iTunes reviews. Thank, you. Honestly, though, thank you to all of you that have reviewed us. I do appreciate that. Bruce from Lake Stevens, Wang Solo, whoever you are, of all the podcasts I have listened to, this is one of them. <laughs> thank you. Good, somewhat clean fun from Tophie McDofferson. Robert Pape, thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow, one just called judger of you <laughs> oh i like that name serial thinker i think that that's uh jesse dolamore from the okay i doubt it with dolamore podcast ever rat i feel like a, we need to make a round of reviewing everybody else's podcast too i have that we listen i have to. done that oh yeah i need to <laughs> you should yeah drew drew mcfrizz northwest aviator twang pundit Gand mom i don't know iconoclast 88 so, i want you D. to Lewis discuss Martin. thank you guys the the bad review that we talked about. So we did have a bad review. We did have a bad, bad Which review. Which I think is hilarious. Jeremy <laughs> takes it personally. Well, it's it, really upset. It hurts my feelings it more hurts than his it feelings. should. More than it I should. think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> especially because this guy's only other tweet. It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. 
where this person came from. So he said, terrible show. Listen to three full episodes, by the way. Right. So thank you that. for the downloads. Yep. Uh, lonely teen <laughs> on yeah. uh, on iTunes. And I can't, it's not letting me click through on, I'm looking at these reviews on my phone, but when I looked at it on the computer, this person, the, let's just, the only other podcast that this person has reviewed, he or she, whoever they may be, lonely teen on iTunes, um, uh, is, uh, um, Adam Carolla podcasts mm-hmm. and Loveline <laughs> related yes. podcasts and specifically one on classic Loveline that said uh, he would pay money if there was more geo. <laughs> on more geo. Episode. Every podcast so, needs to have more geo is basically so, what he says. So it's, it's probably pretty clear where that this one is came basically from. this guy was hired by Yelp to <laughs> yeah. to review us is yeah. what. So. Go and um, see if you can give us a worse review than that. Maybe let's pull a. Uh, oh, I like that. Let's pull. Let's pull a whatever we'll give this you place 25% is. Twenty five percent off your order. Yeah. If you. We'll give you twenty five percent less podcast. I will make okay. the podcast twenty five percent shorter. Yes. <laughs> if you give us a one star review, we will. We will change the theme song. <laughs> yes. And take out this week in space if you give us bad reviews. Oh my right? god! Actually, please do that, you guys. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Give us one-star reviews and then say horribly nice things about us. <laughs> that would be great. Yes. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, find us on iTunes. Find us online. Drop us a line. We love to hear from you. I Honestly, it makes my week when people post on our Facebook page and comment on stuff and tweet at us and all that fun stuff. I absolutely love it because I'm a narcissist and it makes me feel special. <laughs> Strokes his ego. But you can find all of uh, our contact information, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, just Nerd Out Loud Pod on all that. Or go to our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. Over on the right hand of the page, you'll see a little contact us. It's got our voicemail line. It's got all that fun stuff. So drop us a line. Christina, do you have any last words? Is this when I say my thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't care if you love or hate our podcast. Just don't talk shit and don't make up lies about me. And I will say if anybody out there is, if somebody's being mean to you, speak out about us or punch him in the nuts. Let us know. Let oh. us know and we'll speak out on your behalf. Okay. And I got your back. Whoever you are out there, I got your back. Uh, also, for people that have um, iPhones, I've heard that podcasts got funky, so you might have to go in and resubscribe to everything. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. So we, if you lose any. At least DJ will still that be here on the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're down to three downloads from the uh, from the normal ten because it's just DJ's three. But at least you all got a free U two um, a record yeah. album or whatever they're called now. Yeah. Okay. So that should keep you warm at night. Bye, everybody. Let your nerds like what? Let your nerds like what? Well, it is true. Nothing he said isn't true. Okay. <clears throat> I like that he listened to three. Yeah. Thank for the downloads. <laughs> okay. What makes you hate something so bad that you just continue to listen? I don't know. He just wanted to have an expert opinion. I mean, I've listened to podcasts and I can't, I know I can't stand it within the first 10 minutes. No. Just so you know, be, try and be aware of your, the handling noise on the microphone because it does come through. You're just going to be bossy to me all day? No, it's just letting you know. Also, the day is almost over. Oh, hang on. (sighs) 
Energy drink delicious.